When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, I'm Jimmy Bullard, and this is me old muck of Venice. We're back together, son. How are you? Hey, Bully. Great to be back working with you. Well, what are we doing here, though? We're starting a football club in podcast form. The only thing we know, it's called FC Bullard. After that, it's all up for grabs. So, we haven't got any players, we haven't got a kit, we haven't got a club badge, we haven't got a stadium. Correct. FC Bullard. Welcome to the club. This is a crowd podcast. What's going, Bert? What's occurring, mate? How's things? Not bad, not bad. I was uh, a little rest day here, had a nice coffee ride, Um, bit of lunch, and I went to the driving range, mate. Oh, you're already uh, on the retirement regime, eh? (laughs) Yeah. Just you know, getting ready for retirement. It was it was quality though. Two thousand two hundred meters high. Balls were just absolutely flying. Golf is actually something I could get into post post career. Be be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially you know, I'm not sure I got the oh the Pluskies here, right on time. Um. Yeah, I think it's uh the driving range is a good crack in it, but the Plusky and um time and weren't the most coordinated as you can imagine <laughs> yeah. I bet the plus it's like giving a golf club to a giraffe wasn't it oh both of them mate like oh really oh mate they were like Bambi trying to like yeah. have, you got any, have you got any videos you have to send a video yeah, you must yeah have a video. I'll send it through later yeah <laughs> alright ping it over <laughs> um, right anyway Tour de France that mate. was absolutely mental a lot to talk about now I think the first talk, the big talking point is just the breakaway, how long it formed to take and just the, the attrition that's, that's going to put on the whole peloton. Like that was, we said the other day, um, when the break took ages to go, how hard a day that was. And today was copy paste equally as hard, maybe harder. The riders will know more than we will, but that just looked horrific. Yeah. Like, what was it? 80 okay for the break to go? Just full gas. Um, but talking about the break going, one thing I don't understand is Van Aert, Ferrari Van Aert, like he's driving a Ferrari, he's against a load of, you know, I don't know, a few Ford Fiestas, a couple of Puntos, you know, he's he's a level above, isn't he? But the way he's trying to make the break is just, it baffles me, like... Like, calm down a bit, pull your head in, and just wait. Like, no? Am I being too harsh here? Um, no, I think... Wait for the break to form. He can just, boom, bap, got across, boom, he's in the break. He's spending so much energy just twatting it. Away solo a few times. Like, mate, like, I, I just don't understand. No, and the, the thing he's got, the big thing he's got against him is as soon as he moves... 
everyone's like, right, Van Aert's moving, you know, all hands on deck, that could be the move. Whereas if, yeah, I, I agree. If if he, he's got that firepower... Like, he doesn't have to force it, does he? The break is going to go. He doesn't have to force it. Mate, he could even wait till he gets 20 seconds and just ping across it in a minute. That's the, like, just wait, 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 right, the brakes form, jump across. Like that, he could get in that break easy doing that. Yeah. I'm just going to nip in here. You said Ford Fiesta, which made me think, here's a stat. So they created, they made their last ever Ford Fiesta uh, last week and they're being discontinued. Guess how many Ford Fiestas were made over the course of the history of Ford Fiesta? Uh, I don't know, billion. <laughs> billion? <laughs> Come on. How many? How long have they been making Ford Fiestas for? Well, there's quite an underwhelming answer I don't know, now. Maybe, I maybe they'll make what? Like, I don't know, 50 million a year? <laughs> I've absolutely no idea. No, actually, no, no. Now you think about it, when you, uh, I don't know, they'll make, they can't make over a few million a year, five million a year. Uh, twenty-two million. That's uh, a lot of cars, man. Globally. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's quite a lot less than a billion. <laughs> uh, um, but um, yeah, what about not? Just how long the break took to go. It, like you say, it was 80, I think it was just shy of 90k in the end. Mm. And when the break did go, the Peloton was what? 30 guys, 40 guys. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just madness. I've never, like, I've, I've rarely ever seen a day like that where, it, well, a group that small where it's not up like a 10k climb or something. Yeah. Well, it was a couple of stages like that last year, to be fair. Like that Mon stage, it was like maybe 40 odd guys left. The last couple of years has kind of been a bit like that. But, like the way Vingegaard rides as well, like jumping around, like, I don't know, I'm watching it and it's, I just find it baffling. Like it feels like I'm going to be picking on Jumbo now, but I feel like Van Aert has for sure 100% go for the stage. If he wants to go for the stage, he's that big a rider. He can do it, recover, be fine to help Jonas, but just try and do it a bit more clever. Just think about it a bit, not just you know, force it and just smash everyone to pieces. Secondly, Vingegaard is jumping around like a jack-in-the-box, like spending pennies left, right and centre. Of course, for him, it's not as much as a normal rider. He's also in a Ferrari with Pog. There's three Ferraris in this race. Like, but at the same time, just chill your boots. If Pog goes up the road in a, in a, in a group... If you're on a breakaway with Pog, are you going to ride? Well, no, and that's no, and that's where you use your teammates, isn't it? That's where. Yeah, Jumbo. We've said from the start, one of the strongest teams yeah. in the race. You don't need to do it. Save everything. Use your teammates to mark Pog. You don't have to stay in the front, of course, but just chill your boots. You could even flip it on his head and just say, "Hopefully he does jump. Hopefully he does go with exactly. six riders." He's just going to burn himself. Yeah, if he goes at the start and he's with six riders. With 160k to go, we'll just ride behind. How is he going to feel tomorrow? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And like, and then thirdly then, sorry Jumbo, but this is just how I see it. Benut, if you want to go for a stage of Tour de France, go to another team. We're here to win the Tour with Jonas. This is what I would say. Yeah. Right? At the end of the Tour, if we've won seven stages with seven different riders and Jonas is second on GC... 
if I had the choice of that or win GC with Jonas and not win a stage, I'd go for win the overall with Jonas. I just don't see, like, I heard something, they were getting the time bonuses or whatever. Mate, there's a group of 10, 15 go up the road anyway. That's not an issue. They're blatantly going for the stage as well. I just don't see, like, and Benute, class rider, he doesn't seem as good as what he has been in the past. Still really good. But just save it. Like, we're here to win the tour. No. No? I, no or am I, I just, like, is that just too defensive and too... No, I agree. I think if you have either Poggy or Jonas, you're all in for one cause. Even... Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm a bit over the top, but even Wout. Again, if you want to go and breakaways, also, like, maybe another team. I think... It's that big a race that, like you say, if it doesn't matter how many stages you win, if you win the thing overall, that's all that's going to be remembered. And okay, you exactly. have to put personal um, glory to one side, and that's hard for they got a team full of superstars. That's hard, but we've been there, we've done it. Like, think when we were riding for Froome in the tour, how many breakaways could you have gone in? How many stages could you have won in them four or five years? You could have gone yeah, in. We didn't move, mate. Yeah. yeah, like you could have gone in 10 breakaways and won two, three stages. Easy, over the course of the years. But it was like the same when you were, were leading. There's, there's, there was always guys who could have gone in breakaways. But it's like for this one race, then that personal glory just gets put to one side. And yeah, exactly. it's easy like for what? us to say just because that's the way we did it, that that's the way they should do it. But I, I think it's pretty clear that that's the way it should be. Surely that makes sense. And also, like, there's nothing worse. You know when a team has the yellow jersey and they're like, no, we're not defending, we're trying to get in the break. Everyone hates that. The whole peloton hates that, no? That's just going to piss people off as well. And I think Van Aert is a slight exception because he is that good that he can spend a load of pennies and still have enough cash the next day to continue. He can just spend a shitload, can't he? Let's face it. But at the same time, yeah, like he could be a lot better like it's just logic no yeah like not not only is he driving a Ferrari he's very rich at the same time so he can drive his Ferrari and spend lots of money yeah he's fueling but the petrol think, like he can stop whenever can't he Fill yeah up. he's putting NOS in there he's putting <laughs> NOS in but like what I would say with WoW is race you know do the bunch sprints do the race like where it comes back together all together in the final and another team's ridden all day, race the finals. But I don't care who you are. Like if, if you're in racing for the break and you're chopping off and the Peloton's chasing and you go for these stage wins from the, the break of the day, it costs a lot. Even if you are, yeah. even if you've got a Ferrari and you're a millionaire, it still costs a lot, whoever you are. Exactly, yeah. You don't become a billionaire by just spending money willy-nilly, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Put so some, put I think some, like put some money in an ice, will you out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Invest in bloody gold or something. I don't know. Yeah, but like, yeah. And okay, if he's gonna go in it, fair enough, go in it. But just try to just do it a bit more intelligently. The same with Van der Poel. Like, he went long way out. Okay, he wants to get a bit of time for this last climb, but. I disagree with Van der Poel today. I think he rode well because he knew he would be outclimbed. That was, I think, 5K, 7%. If he just cooled his jets and arrived at the base there. He also went with Amador. So he got, he got, some, got something out of him. And then at the point he went solo, if he waits, 
he's waiting to get dropped against like them pure climbers. Like there was some proper goats in there. Yeah, but how much, how, how much time is he going to need for that bottom of that climb? And how hard is he going to have to go to get that time and then stay away? If not, he's racing to get a top five, top eight. Well, he's never going to... Don't gonna... go for that stage then. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm being pretty no, uh, no, straight I, I, to the point here, but... No, I, 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 dis I, mean, I, I disagree. No, no, I disagree. I think go for the stage, try and go long range. And if you get that lull and you get that minute and a half, two minutes, then you're off and you can maybe pass the climb. Maybe they catch you over the top. Maybe they catch you with a K to go. You hang on. I think if he, you know, if he, if he goes in that break, that's the only card he could play to get a head start on the climb. Man, oh man, he's not going to stay with him otherwise. Yeah. You've got to try, haven't you? But yeah. So if you want to scrap, you know, we, we can do it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But if he was with, I didn't realise he was with Amador for a bit. I totally get, I, I get that bit. But at the same time, I am a bit like, it's, it always baffles me. Yeah, get an advantage before the climb, but that takes a lot. And then you've still got to ride a 5k climb, like, full gas it takes a lot but I think he's a guy who races to win and if you if you rewind to like 50k to go how can he win the only way is to get a head start the only way otherwise you you wait yeah you arrive at the bottom of the climb fresh in the group but he's getting spat yeah yeah well you got to take riders with you then which yeah. he kind of did didn't he yeah. but I didn't know yeah he took Amador with him got as much as you could out of him um, but yeah I mean it's brave, it's hard. You know, you could see he was pushing it to the limit on the descent, almost overcooked um, one hairpin left-hander. He was right on the limit on the descent. He tried to get everything he could into the climb, but, you know, there was too much cohesion behind. And I think mm. part of that is the combinations. There was a lot of teams with two. There was guys racing to, like, leapfrog the GC, so they're always going to keep it on. Uh, and it just didn't quite materialise that there was that lull um, to get that couple of minutes that he needed. But I guess for him, though, what I would do then, you look at the whole tour, you pick out the stages that are most likely um, to be a breakaway to start with and then ones he's most likely to perform in and you go all in for them, don't you? This might have been a 50-50 day and he can go, he can do that, he can recover well, can't he? And he can, so yeah, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Thanks, mate. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, right. Now, I think now's a good time to take a short little break and we'll be back in just a minute. Here at Mindset Win, we want to give you the tools to become better at what you do. Taking inspiration and wisdom from our guests, we will hear stories, strategies, tips and tricks. Told by leading names in sport and beyond. Who know what it takes to get to the very top there will be two episodes each week packed with amazing stories and practical takeaways for us all to follow. Search for Mindset Win on YouTube and on your favorite podcast app. Right, welcome back. G, got a question for you, son. Um, yes. I can't figure it out, so maybe you got the answer. What were AG2R doing today? Mate, I didn't see that bit. <laughs> so you're going to have to tell me what All they right. did. So, 14 geezers up the, 15 geezers up the road. Um, there's Pino and Gillian Martin 
who are in the GC, but I'm talking like 15th, 20th here. The brakes at three minutes, AG2R start riding. They then- uh, who, were, who was riding? Ju- Jumbo, Jumbo, and they were letting it go. They were letting it go. Best guy was nine minutes. Um, so they were just letting it go. AG2R come to the front. It was three and a quarter minutes, riding, bring it down to low two minutes, two and a half, 220. And Jens Voigt goes to their team car, their director and says, what? Why are you pulling here? What exactly are you doing? And the, the long and short of it was for the GC. Who have they got on GC? Felix Gall is in 16th place in GC. <laughs> no. Yeah. Mate. Yeah. So, oh. I don't know. That, that, that was the, the big baffling point. Oh, sorry. Sorry. That was the big baffling point for me today. Uh, I was quite confused by that. I just thought yeah. you might have some great insight into what they were doing. May I got nothing for you there. Yeah, the commentary team were team. baffled and Sean Kelly was like, uh, yeah, he was very confused yeah. and so am I. Team GC, are they even in that? Because I'm guessing that's why Wout started riding at the end. No, they started riding, I think, because... Oh, no, I didn't consider Team GC. I think it was a similar reason we were riding. So that Gilliam... Who have they, they got? They got Bill Bauer in fifth. Ah... Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, maybe that's yeah. it then. But I think they'd also be a, sort of a Team GC because they didn't have anyone in the break, did they? I don't know what the Team GC looks like. No, I'm not sure. I just saw his yellow helmet, so I was like, ah, maybe that's why. Could be, because there was multiple teams with two in, so they could have lost a lot there. Could well be that. And they weren't. Mm. They didn't have anyone in the break. Yeah. But OG AG2R, mate, I've got nothing for you there. Yeah. I have no idea. Maybe it's, it's French doing it. Maybe the French, they didn't like... Cofferdis and FTJ up there and they I don't know sometimes DS's can punish riders can't they make them ride but that kind of happens in like a small race with Rush and Rush Velo or someone yeah. you know not in a Tour de France with AG2R <laughs> yeah. like come on yeah desperation make can make you do crazy things yeah but on a similar note us riding I'm not sure we needed to do that I think okay I'm gonna analyze our day from an Ineos Grandier's point of view. Um, obviously, the first big boo-boo was not having anyone in the breakaway, um, yeah, which definitely. is easier said than done. It's easy to criticize, but we're, but we're being honest here. They, they, they would have wanted someone in. Um, I think... 100% annual Ineos Grenadiers, like you, you should have the, the team to do on that. On paper, we have, a, we have guys who should be able to go in there and should be able to win. So I think that was obviously you know, from the get-go was, yeah, was a shame. And then in terms of why we rode, to be honest, I think we're stuck between a rock and a hard place as a team here a little bit because we're fourth and eighth in GC and they don't want to give anyone anything for free. So if they have to ride the last half an hour of the stage, last 45 minutes of the stage, like they did the other day, like they did today, to keep those guys in the mix, then they'll do it because we've got three hard days now. So I think what they'll do is they'll keep them in the mix, keep committing to them. And it sound, it might sound a bit silly riding for fourth or eighth, but I don't think they want to give anything away for free at this stage. And then I honestly believe the way Tom climbed the other day and he had his best legs of the Tour de France so far and cut. So I think he's going to get better. And I think Carlos, you know, look at the Vuelta last year, prior to his crash, rode a super strong third week. So I think that podium is 
really, really possible. I don't, you know, probably more realistically with Carlos, he's closer, but equally with Tom, I think either of them, if the stars align, can finish on the podium. So we're stuck between a rock and a hard place. You know, it's a bit of a pain in the ass to be put in the situation to have to ride. Um, people will say what, what, you know, what they're doing. They've won the tour so many times and now they're riding to protect fourth or eighth. I don't think they're protecting fourth or eighth. They're just keeping it in a position where it doesn't get out of control and that podium still remains um, a proper realistic goal. After the next three days, maybe they'll reassess and maybe it'll be, you know, all, all whole team in for the breakaway if they shit out. But I think, I think our boys can finish on the podium. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, the only thing I would say is Pino and this Julian Matan have lost time for a reason. Even if they jumped up to a podium spot, they're going to lose time. Um, I I wouldn't be concerned about him either of them Pino more so than Martin but still he's he's not going to finish in front like he was he was still a minute behind Tom I think on GC now so they could have still lost a minute they still they could have Pino could gain three minutes on Tom he's not going to finish ahead of him as you say Tom had his best climbing day Stage nine, logic just says he's not going to, there's no need to, to be threatened by that. I get, yeah, you, you just ride the last 45, 30 minutes. It doesn't take too much out of you if you just rail the descent as well, which is 10K long. As we said, we've we criticised Jumbo for spending pennies when they didn't really need to. You know, you got to be straight. I don't think we really need to spend pennies then and save that tiny bit, but... The only other thing I'd say with that as well is to kind of, yeah, back you up on that is we're not the only other team who is in the top 10 who can get leapfrogged. You got Simon Yates, mm. you got um, Bahrain with Bill Bauer. Bahrain, like okay, you said. Okay, they came, yeah. but they came with one guy at the very last minute. Um, the other day they yeah. didn't come at all. So, and you also got Bora with Jai Inley. So there's other teams who don't want to throw away either, but it seems to be us who take it up yeah I guess with things like this it's on the GC it's the guys closest to Pino that worry first if you get me so we'd be more worried than Bora you would say Bahrain should be more worried than us or Bilbao should be more worried than Carlos Mm. you know what I mean because obviously Pino's going to jump Bilbao before he jumps Carlos before he jumps Jai obviously the front two don't care um, obviously if it starts to get a bit out of control and it's like oh you know Jumbo are letting them get more and more and more it's a bit different but yeah yeah but mate if you go back to the last mountain day I don't know how much Pino lost but it's obviously considerable oh exactly so if you say yeah. right he yeah. lost two minutes on the last mountain day we'll look at the next three days to come so if he lost two minutes he'll probably lose two minutes two minutes two minutes so he'll lose six minutes and he's already six minutes behind. And then a TT. So even if he was... 10 in the TT. Yeah. So there's so much to play with. Yeah. Also Martin or whoever. Like if it was someone like... Say it was Jai Hindley. Say he'd had a shocker of first week for whatever reason. You don't want to let someone back in the game. I get that. But uh, yeah, I'm j- I just wouldn't be too concerned about that. A bit more poker. Um, in other news, 
Caleb Ewan has just crossed the finish line um, with six minutes to spare. He got dropped pretty much kilometer zero. Oh. He had one teammate with him, I believe, Jasper de Boost. So they rode the entirety of the stage, the two of them, and they finished. They crossed the line with six minutes to go. And from another sprinter's angle, um, Fabio Jakobsen didn't start today. He, yeah, it was just too much for him. He, he crashed heavy on that early days on that motor racing circuit hasn't recovered um i think it was up you know it was up against it to you know get through this tour if he was fighting fit 100 percent, you know just with the type of rider he is and his physique so add the crash on top and uh and he didn't start today so he's heading home so it's proven to be a bloody tough one oh. for the sprinters and and days like this um are actually you know i i've i've had tours and days where you have terrible legs and you struggle and these days are worse than the big big mountain days because you can you can find a rhythm in the big mountain days and but in these you know if you if you if you drop early and they're just attacking in the front then minutes just trickle away from you easy so it's proven to be a, a real real tough tour for the sprinters yeah i agree though these days are the worst when you're struggling i remember my first tour these days were by far the worst because the whole peloton races like and they keep going and it just goes on and on and on and especially day like today when they're racing for the break for 90k if you dropped after 2k and the peloton's racing that hard for 90k that's like at least 15 minutes probably yeah. straight away so fair play for him to get in through that's but that's gonna take a lot out of him three big days in the mountains mate i think he'll make it but Wow, yeah, and it's sad to see Jakobsen go as well because good lad. I think whether he makes it or not is all upstairs now. It's all does he yeah. want to? Um, and I think you know he's proven year after year that he can just suffer and somehow get through these days. So fingers crossed he can get to Paris. Um, and that's the thing with the sprinters: how much they suffer, how much they go through, and they're, a big part of it is just because if Paris wasn't there. If Paris was, if the last day of the tour was a hard day or a TT, the dropout rate would be so much more. But there's just that glimmer of hope, that light at the end of the tunnel for them that if I get through this, there's a chance I can win on the Champs-Élysées, which is the Sprinters World Championships. Yeah. I think that's why. What's going to happen next year then? Well, are the TT in there, Monaco to Nice. Yeah, the little, on the, the last little day. Dropout. No, is, is, is it the <laughs> last day? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the last day. Yeah. No, no you're right yeah be... sorry you're right it is yeah 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 they got the mountain so that'll be interesting it's still the tour it's still stage wins but mate it's still the tour it's still a stage win but I don't think it is the same um, no there's there's not that glimmer of hope light at the end of the tunnel type thing is there so yeah. I'll let you know in a year mate yeah. give me 12 months I'll let you yeah. know especially especially getting to that point as well because it's, it's pretty lumpy around there yeah it's not like you've got some pan flat stages before that. So anyway, anyway, that's getting ahead of ourselves. One thing we haven't said is John is top bloke. I'm super happy for him. Actually, there's not many times I'm actually happy to see someone win. You know, it's not that I'm angry to see other people win. I'm just nonplussed, you know, but I was actually happy to see him win because he is, he's an old boy like me. Top, top lad. You always have a decent little chat with him. Um, and Cofferdis, like buses, aren't they? 
Yeah, one for the old guard. Um, couldn't agree more with what you said. I think deserved winner. That's his 18th pro win. Uh, 10 of the 18 have come at world tour level. So when he wins, he wins big. Um, second stage of the tour. And like you say, with Cofidis, they've been waiting 15 years. They win two. Uh, and then like Spain, they've been waiting five years and they win back to back. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, we, we've both been watching Eurosport, haven't we? Because we're going to use the same pun. It's like, it's like London buses. How many times did the, the commentators say that? <laughs> it's like London buses. Um, <laughs> Not just London, mate. Yeah. All over. Yeah, but like you say, mega ride, super strong. Again, numbers game. He had uh, Gillian Martin there. Always helps to have two in there. Yeah, ballsy. Ballsy to go, you know. He obviously great climber, got a gap, but still had to work out there. Did a good descent, kept the gap, and then you're always kind of thinking, yeah, they're going to look at each other a bit. Um yeah, I saw Jorgensen's interview afterwards. Did you see? I kind of half watched it. Um, mm. But he said, I heard it when he said he's the most marked man. But yeah, at the same time, I don't know if it's on a climb like that. Bit man on man in it, really. So I think yeah, I'd say the strongest guy won. Um, no disrespect to Jorgensen, but I'd say the way John rode there, he looked like he was the strongest guy. And from the second he went, the gap only really went one way. Um, it's a test, test yeah. to his strength isn't it really yeah for sure it just sounded like Jorgensen lost his head a bit he's obviously massively disappointed but if you are a marked man you're a marked man for a reason take confidence from that Yeah, they're marking you because they're scared of you they, they know you're strong and it just sounds like he he lost his head a bit on the road I think Pino was following him a bit from what he was saying but it's like mate Izaguerre is also strong like people wouldn't have been too happy about him but just yeah, sometimes when you get to that level, that's what you got to expect. You know, you can't just go under the radar the whole time. Now everyone knows he's good. So he's been one guy who's been in so many breakaways as well. So, like you say, you just said mm. he's strong. He is f like very, very strong to get in these breakaways. Like yeah, phew, yeah, he's flying, but just needs to yeah gamble a bit, I guess. Yeah, DS needs to you know get up him a bit. You know, say the right yeah. things. It's so much mental as well, this game, you know? Like, you saw Pino, he should have won a stage of the Giro, but he lost his his rag with, um, who was it now? It was some climber from, I can't remember the was it team. Movie star? But it was a mountaintop. Was it Movie Star guy, maybe? Yeah, it was the Colombian guy from Movie yeah. Star. Rubio. Yeah, I think yeah, it was, yeah, like yeah. And um, he just, you could tell he just lost his head completely. He could have won that stage for sure, but yeah. There we go. I've got a bit of a theory why these breaks are going, taking so long to go as well. So bear with me. I think it comes down a lot to the strength of the top two riders in, in this race, which is you know, Vinny and Poggy. Um, and prior to the race, even I think every team selection would be have an input because them guys are too strong. What are we going to, how do we get the most out of this race? And I think a lot of team selections would have been we have to get stage wins from breakaways and even like down to our team like they spoke about back in December like uh, Luke we're taking a bit of a different approach we want to go a bit more in the breakaways less of a GC focus we want to take more guys to go in breakaways so that's just our team it's going well isn't it 
watch this space. They're going to get one, mate. They're going to get one. So I think a lot of teams selections were based. We can't win. We're going to struggle to get second best case podium. So how else do we get success from this three weeks? We need to pack our roster, fill our squad with breakaway guys. And there's just so many strong breakaway guys who aren't in the GC. Do you not think it's always kind of been like that though? Not like this. I don't think so. No, mate. I think like the top two are obviously, no, no, no. But I mean, teams going into the race with looking for, for stages rather than, I think there's been five, six serious GC teams. I'd say always the rest are always in the scraps, you know, going for stages realistically looking at it no no I think there's always been yeah say five six full-on GC teams but how many full-on GC teams are there in this race now I think two well still a lot of teams riding for GC though by the sounds of things yeah but like we rode for GC today but the plan was to go in the break we had probably them Mm. two guys sit and wait the other six you're free to go in the break like from the start I guess in the meeting that would have been the plan for us where normally for us it's Right, eight guys stay with whoever, G, Froomey, Egan, whatever. I just think there's more guard because them two are so strong and s- people can't compete with them. Teams have just stacked their squad with breakaway guys and trying to get success out of it that way. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I think it is a factor for sure. I think the whole peloton is just uh, collectively stronger and the fact that Jumbo don't want to control that they're trying to go in the break yeah. as well. No, you're right. Like, That's a big factor. In our day, we controlled. V- very good mm. point there, Geraint. Yeah. <laughs> but when the leading yeah. team is also trying to go in the break, it just stirs the pot, doesn't it? Very good point, Geraint. Well done. It does. Yeah. Well, on that point, we'll have a quick break. Well, hello, everyone. I just want to tell you about Just Ride, a brand new cycling podcast from Red Bull. My name's Rob Warner. And I'm Elliot Jackson. You might know us from downhill mountain biking, but our new podcast is all about cycling. Full stop. So whether you're a mountain biker, roadie, BMX, a trackie, graveler, bike packer, or even if you just flipping love commuting on your awesome city bike or one of those folding things... This pod is for you. We'll be bringing you crazy stories, big name guests, and we hope to take you out and about to some major events across the biking world too. So come and join the fun on Just Ride from Red Bull. Just while we're doing adverts, I've got something to plug. I will be on stage this November in Cardiff and in London for the GTCC live tour. And you can get your tickets now. Tom, you're going to be there, right? Yes, I will. Fact. So this is your chance to join the Geraint Thomas Cycling Club in person for the very first time. Yeah, you do not want to miss our very first live show. Yeah, and that's not all. If you buy a ticket today, you will get a signed copy of G's new book. It's out in November and it's all about the greatest rides you can do on your bike across the world. You'll basically be pre-ordering that and you'll get a copy signed by G himself. So if you want the book and you want it signed then get a ticket for the live show. So we are in London on November the 6th. And in Cardiff on November the 7th. GTCC Live, the greatest ride, coming soon to a stage near you. As long as you live near London or Cardiff. Right, Luke, one more thing before we get on to tomorrow and predictions. Explain one more thing to me. I'll try. Pog. Pog in the last 100 metres sprinting. Mate, I also scratched my head and my conclusion was 
Um, there was a corner with three, four hundred meters to go, and he was just hoping, thinking, praying there was a little gap behind, and Vinegard maybe took two seconds in the sprint. Again, that's what that's what I think he was thinking. Maybe I'm wrong, but what do I think? You've got a Ferrari. You're very rich, but don't spend your money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There we. It's like, there we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Jim Radcliffe doesn't make bad investments or he doesn't, he might make bad investments, but he doesn't get emotional with it. You know, it's always a thought process. Rich guys get richer if they're clever with it and they spend wisely and they think about things and they just, yeah, save the pennies when they have save to. The and then when it's, when the time is right, boom, all on black. <laughs> yeah. Cash in. Cash in. Speaking of investments, well, not really investment, and you mentioned Jim made me think. You see Rambo signed for Cardiff? No. You didn't see that? No. That's a that's an interesting one, isn't it? Mate, we, when we're out of this hotel, we have to turn our data off. Yeah. So it's been actually quite nice. But then you do miss news like Rambo going to Cardiff City. But be interesting. Yeah, um, that will be interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Well, back home with the family, isn't it, I guess? Yeah, fair enough. Um, mm. Anyway, that's a bit of a bit off, off off the beaten track um, mate so tomorrow tomorrow I mean we've got a short stage 137.8 kilometers finishing on the Grand Columbia 17.4 kilometer climb at 7.1% only finishes 1500 meters so altitude don't really come into play but prior to that you've got what, 80k before there's pretty much any elevation gain at all so you've got 80k flat bit of a kicker and then Grand Colombier so um, a proper old school mountain top finish I'd say relatively flat mm. and then a big effort at the end so phew, it's a tough one I mean phew, looking at phew, I don't know 100% it's going to be a massive GC battle but with that amount of flat a little climb descent flat than the actual climb of the day as we've said before, Jumbo and UAE have both gone for knockout blows and it's not quite gone right for them. I don't think either UAE would be the most confident. So if anyone is going to ride to keep the break close, it would be them. I don't think they need to. Mate, they can, have their, can, still they can have their massive showdown GC war battle with the break six minutes up the road, can't they? Yeah. Yeah, the only thing is, is if Pog wins it, then he obviously gains a few more seconds. But chances are Vingegaard's going to be second. It's only four seconds You, you anyway. can't put your whole team on the front for that, though. It just doesn't... For four seconds. Or all, doesn't, yeah. Yeah, doesn't make sense. So, yeah, I would, I'm going to go breakaway, I think. It, it, or it just depends how long it takes the breakaway to go, though. And being flat, generally, that means a bit longer because a lot more people can try. The only thing I would say where a GC team might control it is if the breakaway goes after 70 or 80k um, you know you stick a couple of your big guys on the front they got to ride for 30k they got to ride for less than an hour to for that stage win yeah. to arrive at Grand Columbia if the breakaway goes early I think it'll go all the way if not if it goes late I would say maybe the GC teams do control so it's, it's a tough one isn't it yeah, and when we say GC teams, like kind of the only two teams that are going to control you would think would be the main two, no? For sure. Like, 
because yeah realistically is Jai gonna drop them two up there if they go on full chap no I doubt it so uh, yeah. one, one other thing to consider as well with it being flat I think you could see a real mixed bag of spanners in terms of the breakaway you'll have yeah, some for sure you know if these like Pino he wants to go in the break and win the stage it's hard for him on the flat with them explosive attacks um, so the pure climbers to go in the breakaway on flat terrain is, is tough so you could see quite a random assortment in the breakaway you, you need that power yeah. on the flat to go in the break I mean if you're trying to predict the winner you need someone who's got that power to go in the break on the flat yeah it has to finish up finish it off up a 17k climb so this is a tough one to predict mate yeah you'll have a few guys like Niels Pollitt and that won't you yeah in there big strong guys um, Jorgensen again you know good stage room to go in the break um, what will help as well is if it is a big break there's someone like say Jorgensen with a teammate just like Bora with Jai at the start of the race if you've got someone who can ride and keep it going then it's got every chance of the breakaway succeeding but well you oh, you are could... actually last in the standings going so you get to pick first yeah, mate. I went Castro today I was going to go Van Aert but I thought nah I'll just go Castro I'll go with my heart back my homie and I yeah I'm just going to I'm going to keep sticking with um, you know I've got morals I'm not like Duplusky who just he's all about the win he's just a winning machine you know I'm a bit more what what type of team am I I'm like I don't win very often but I'm definitely flamboyant and I'm uh, I'm uh, hopeful yeah for education I have to have a look at the list yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm a bit EF yeah yeah whereas um, Dupluski's a bit more like Sky 2014 clinical and just boom yeah this is what we do and we just win that's how we roll um, but oh god do you reckon breakaway then well I'm I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it came down to a GC though as well I, you know I'm picking I mean? after you so I'm going to let you pick you get first pick you can pick any rider you want <laughs> and then I'm going to I've, right. I've got a name in my head I'm going to as soon as you say it I'm going to say it because I, I don't want to get... I'm not sure I'm going to be able to say it now I'm, I'm going to have to have a look because this is the first time I've looked at the stage and come on son I didn't even know James Shaw was in the race mate so I need to have a look at the, the riders again go on you can pick and then yeah but what if I, I just if I pick can you flick me and get my person I don't know I'd have to go to the, the jury uh, well we are we are the jury mate <laughs> <laughs> no you can have it whoever, whoever you All want right. you can have Poggy ah, you're just going for a top three there yeah oh, you're such a you're such a not well, you you, uh, you oh, could have picked I'm, him, mate. This is my theory. This is my theory. Why I'm going Poggy? I'm going to think tonight. I'll go Vinny then, mate. This is my theory. Um, looking at the past few days, if the right break goes, it can make it to the finish. That means it's going to be a big shit fight for the breakaway. It's going to go for a long time. Be 30 40k before the climb. You or you go, you know what? Sod it. Let's stick two big geezers on the front. It's less than an hour. Let's give our man a chance to win the stage take the bonus pop 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 um, Bjerg and Langen are on the front like this grinding it out breakaway <laughs> arrives but 17k if you're going to survive and stay away from these two Ferraris you need a good few minutes and they're not going to get it and Poggy's going to yeah. pop even 
if one stays away but Poggy picks up the second or third place so I think as we said there'll be a lot of big boys in there I don't think there'll be too many pure climbers who can go up there quick enough to hold off even four minutes at the bottom and it will be a full on GC race this so yeah good pick mate thank you I'm going to have a look though because I'm, I'm sticking with my I'm sticking with the way I'm been going from the start well I was I also stuck a very long time with my my heart and not my head and it put me at the bottom of the pile so I've got I've got <laughs> yeah. basically i got to stop thinking with my heart and, and start using my noggin so come on poggy boy bring me three points oh sod it then yeah I'm just going Jonas then I need a point I need something oh that's, that's give me that's something that's real flamboyant that G god yeah you well, changed haven't you yeah I have yeah so I'm all about the points all right. tomorrow yeah good man well we're the last two so this is the start of our comeback mm. sweet alright then but are you, are you on tomorrow then or you got another day off me and Thomas Thomas me and Tom tomorrow mate I think you got a day off mate sweet alright then but alright enjoy your back massage I will Oops. I will quite, catch you later quite painful that alright cheer bud catch you later ta da Crowd Network, a place where you belong.